Welcome to the Tape Cassette Podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I'm here to talk to you about tape cassettes. So we're going to be talking about compact tape cassettes. The reason that they are considered compact is because they're miniature versions of reel-to-reels, if you think of it that way. Reel-to-reels are essentially giant rolls of tape that go from one spindle to the other. They're usually played on very, very bulky equipment. And the tape cassette is kind of this magical, small version of the reel-to-reel. Now, the compact cassette tape was invented by Phillips in 1962. It wasn't really popular until the 1970s and 1980s, with the peak of the tape cassettes being in the 80s. So... The decline of the tape cassettes happened in the 1990s, and in my opinion, the resurgence of the tape cassette happened in 2013. So in 2013, it's the first year that they started Cassette Store Day. Um, a little background on Cassette Store Day, it is the one of the coolest things I think is out there. It's similar to Record Store Day, where the concept of it is limited releases on a special day that encourages people to go to cassette and record stores. And with that, musicians have the opportunity to create limited run releases that customers are encouraged to go to their local store to get a copy before they sell out. That's ultimately what it is. So what makes Cassette Store Day different than Record Store Day? Because some people are also getting cassettes on Record Store Day. It's an awesome question. If you didn't have it, I'm going to tell you the answer anyway. The cassette store days are a little bit unique in the sense that most of these limited releases are by more independent bands and musicians. There are some by major labels, but the majority of it is going to be independent musicians that are making their own cassettes to encourage people to go shopping in record and cassette stores. It's one of the most magical things that's out there for cassettes. And last year, uh, tapecassettes.com did partake in both selling. Um, This year, we're hoping to have a release sent out, um, which I create music for the label. Um, We are possibly having two other musicians, but those cassettes won't be ready for cassette store day. On another level, um, some people consider that the start of the resurgence was with more popular musicians and um, pop culture, including tape cassettes, in their stuff. So, like, one of the things that happened was Guardians of the Galaxy became very popular in 2014, and it the main character, Star-Lord, has a tape cassette that's given to him, and it, may, it plays a pretty important part in the storyline, um, as well as his own personal life. And the cool part about that is that was run the the run of the actual cassette tape was done by National Audio Company and this was considered the spark of the cassette um it's all subjective on what you think the cassette spark is or not but this was the one that it it really I don't know the exact number on how much it impacted the sales of cassette but I know that it probably doubled it um, I, I don't, again, I don't know the exact number, but I know it was a significant increase. Um, for my own personal cassette life, I was collecting them from 
a local record shop that had them pretty inexpensive. They were like 25 cents to 50 cents for really good cassettes like Green Day. And um, I got Elton John, which you can find Elton John stuff everywhere, but I really like the ones that I had. And a few other really good gems. Um, when you go thrifting, you can typically find tape cassettes for 50 cents to a dollar as well. And Blake cassettes. So if you are an avid tape collector, some people tend to get more excited over blank cassettes than actual artist cassettes because a blank cassette is like a canvas. You can do anything with it. You could do anything with a blank tape cassette. You could make your own cassette album release. You can make a mixtape for somebody. You can record your audio if you want to talk into it. There's endless possibilities with a blank cassette. So back to the history, um, one of the biggest impacts to tape cassette collecting has that's also increased in popularity are limited releases from Urban Outfitters, which I know a lot of people that are really into the music scene are kind of sometimes a little bit salty when it gets to Urban Outfitters because it gets a little too popular and then it's more expensive for them to keep doing their hobby. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, it does help us um, collectors because we do have other people that are interested in that might not have grown up with tape cassettes. Um, I also saw that they had the Guardians of the Galaxy mixtape at Target, so that was kind of like a big uh, deal because it's like very mainstream there. I mean, that's as general population as you get is going into one of those superstores. And, um, the last audio, not, well, the last automobile that had audio tape cassette available in the car was in 2010. And, um, during the day I work as a car person selling cars and one of my customers was trading in their 2004 Lexus SUV for a car and their car had a six CD changer and a tape cassette in the dash. And I was like, oh my goodness, you have a tape cassette player. And he was like, yeah, that thing is awesome. It still works. And he's like, my CD player doesn't work anymore. And I found that pretty funny because first of all, I love the fact that there is a tape cassette player in the car because that brought me back to like my own first car that it had a tape cassette player. So I was like, this is so awesome. I'm in a car that has a tape cassette and this person was still driving it until basically they had to get a new, new vehicle because it would cost more to repair it than it was worth. Um, it was still awesome because this tape cassette still worked. And the irony was that the CD player didn't work anymore. And in the 1990s, tape cassettes started to become obsolete because of CDs. Now, one of the things I've always said is that the tape cassettes are better than the CDs, and this is kind of like a case-in-point situation where it's like, okay, y'all, I've been telling you that the CDs are not as good as the tape cassettes, and here the equipment for a tape cassette is lasting longer than the equipment for a CD player. And if you go thrifting for tape cassettes, you'll also notice that the CDs tend to be more damaged than the tape cassettes are. So they just don't last as long as the tape cassettes. They get scratched. Um, tape cassettes are pretty durable. Obviously, you don't want to go 
bringing it into the mud or anything, but they do last a pretty long time. Um, the CDs, just with general use, can be a little scratched up and not as, um, I guess you could say, durable as the tape cassettes. So that is pretty much the brief history that I have to talk about today. Um, I did want to kind of go into more about doing it yourself musicians, putting it on cassette for themselves. I went to three concerts this month in uh, June 2019. One of them was like a more indie um it was like a more indie kind of like rock music and the other one was more electronic and then the last one was also electronic so the the so basically I went to see Taco Cat, Odessa and then Sam felt it and in those three concerts none of them had tape cassettes only one of them had records taco cat had records and the whole time every time i go to a concert i really really want tape cassettes and they are not there <laughs> and then i'm like you guys it's so cheap to make them why don't you have them i would buy them from you but they have stuff like t-shirts and hats and stuff but I, and I thought the hats were kind of cool, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend $30 on a hat. I don't even wear them that often. I probably will wear it to, like, a theme park once, and then that's it. But it's, like, cassette tapes. Everyone can do cassette tapes. They're so easy to do. And I keep repeating myself on this, but I hope that one day someone's watching, or, well, in this case, listening, and they're like, hey, I should probably do a tape cassette. And then it's like, yes, I hope I'm that little voice inside of your head that's like, make a cassette tape, do your own self-release. It's so worth it. Even if it's not your full album, just call it a mixtape and then it's cool. So uh, right now, one of the projects I'm working on, well, I have three cassettes that I'm working on right now. One of them is already complete. I just have to order the blanks for it and then, um, not to say press them, I was about to say press them, but record onto them. And that one's based on public domain sounds, uh, public domain poems, really. And then I'm taking the poems and putting them into music. It's already done. It's a short album. It's only like four songs, but it's going to be a cassette sort day release. I also have, um, this is more like for entertainment reasons of how I'm making my own tapes and it's really easy to do and everyone should do it. Um, I have another tape that is going to be with airplane sounds. So it's like aviation is the theme of this album and or mixtape. They're not really they're not really albums. I need to keep saying mixtapes because they're not full albums or mixtapes. And then the other one is I'm kind of. Do, I've decided to do this thing where I'm going to take tape cassettes and, like, hide them in different cities. But not really hide them, but just, like, put them... Like, I plan on putting them in record stores that I like going to and just putting them in the free section. So the first one is going to be the Austin, Texas, because that's where I live. And I already did two of the songs, so after this podcast, I'm going to go finish up on that. And I'm not sure how many I'm going to do. I might have a couple for sale on my band camp. But I think it's... So part of this inspiration of, like, handing out mixtapes and, like, not charging for them is because I really look up to some other musicians. And I know that back in the day, people used to do that. Like, they would hand out mixtapes for free for people. 
So, and I thought it would be cool to have it as cassettes because you like they're a little more durable than CDs. And most of the time people aren't going to pick up CDs that are sitting there. And I was like, what if I put tape cassettes? And that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to ask permission first before I put anything out in a store. But usually they're cool with like you just putting out stuff for free. So that is the plan right now. Um, if you all ever have any questions, like if this is your first time listening and you have any questions on tape cassettes or anything like that, feel free to message me on social. Uh, it's I am Jacqueline on pretty much every website. You can also email us at hi at tapecassettes.com and we can answer any questions for you there. Uh, If you have a topic that you'd like on this podcast, you are more than welcome to message me on it and I'll try to make it on here as well. So I hope you have an awesome day.